Hi, everyone. This is Anthony Diaz with the Pop Health Show. And the show is for anyone that has a strong passion for making other people healthier in this world. I'm really enthused today to have Christine Bricado on the show. So Christine is with Common Spirit slash Dignity Health. Uh, Christine leads uh, strategic innovation. She's a strategic innovation director, has a really interesting uh, approach of the provider and startup worlds and bridging those two worlds, but is at the ground level of innovation from a provider perspective, has done some really cool things. Most importantly, I'm not going to steal her thunder. Uh, Christine, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Anthony. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so first and foremost, um, what's really important I always love is uh, background stories, origin stories. I guess take us back, teleport us or transport us back to maybe a series of events or maybe it was one event, something that seeded the thought in your mind like, hey, I really want to devote myself to health and healthcare. Take us back. Just love to hear about your story. Sure. Um, so my interest in healthcare began at a really young age. Um, my my mom um, was a registered nurse. Um, my aunt was a primary care physician who specialized in mental health. Had um, a, a big panel, um, a sizable panel of mental health patients, um, and was just so passionate about um, treating the whole person. And I think um, that really had a profound effect on. Just the importance of healthcare and um, helping people. Um, my, both of my parents are not from the United States. You know, one one parent is from the Philippines, where you know there's lots of um, Western and Eastern practices of medicine. Um, and uh, my other parent is from Spain, which is um, socialized medicine. So, and I grew up here. So, really experiencing health and healthcare from all those lenses. I think um, kind of shaped me early on. You know, fast forward, I, I was one of many, many people in um, healthcare who um, was pre med and um, decided that, you know, um, I'd probably be better developing programs uh, within healthcare versus being a, um, a practitioner. Um, I spent some time um, right after college. Uh, in Bolivia, I was working in an orphanage and developing um, public health programs for um, kind of preteen teens, and um, really trying to think through like what is what is health and well-being um, to this population. And I think that really from the fact that you know I want to build programs um, that impact populations. Um, I want those programs to also fit. Um, the, the most vulnerable in society, um, mm. and, and now that I'm in this technology space, it's you know the technology is the, the means to, to uh, enable it to scale, um, and I think that's that's why I'm so passionate about you know, technology innovation. I love it. I love it, Christine. Yeah, no, really interesting blended background. So really appreciate. Um, you know, obviously, you know, you're probably grateful. I'm sure the world's very grateful, and your organization's very grateful that you didn't become you know, go down the path of becoming an MD, you know, what you're doing so much more probably scalable, right. And impactful. Um, not that, you know, being a doctor in itself isn't, or a physician in itself isn't, you know, it's just at a different scale. We need like program initiators like yourself uh, along those lines, you know, you, you have implemented, you seek out, you operate so many different types of programs. You've seen so many different types of programs and they touch upon so many different types of topics. 
tell us a little bit about one topic or two or three that you are really <laughs> passionate about, right? So like what has your fixation right now in terms of something in right. health and what it what is it and why why are why are you fascinated by it? Oh my gosh, there's so many things. Um, I can't nail it down to one or two, uh, but I'll, I'll I'll give it a try. So so I'm really excited about um, these new models of care that we're seeing. Is, is we as um, you know um, quote health care, we're moving towards towards value, mm-hmm. and we're starting to align incentives between providers and payers, and ultimately that that does better you know, for the patient, we're able to make care more accessible um, to to those who need it. Um, and we're able to create models that are sustainable. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm super excited about that. Um, I think an offshoot of that is, you know, we're starting to see a focus on innovation for, for Medicaid and a, almost like a renewed focus on Medicare. But from a from from a model perspective, not just from like a tech gadget perspective, and so um, that's really exciting because even even just five years ago, you, you wouldn't hear like, "Hey, we're really innovating in in Medicaid." And I think um, now we're starting to see you know uh, investors be interested in the space. We're starting to see more companies emerge, um, more startup you know companies emerge, really good products being built, but also um, programs um, with that alignment between payer and provider, so that that could be sustainably provided to to patients, which I, I think is is the crux of it and, and super important. I love it. I love it. No, this is this is great, and yeah, no, super super fascinating. Interesting to see these trends, you know, emerge, and you know, you're you're leading and kind of like curating and, and grooming these programs to 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 occur. Um, you know, in this market, um, tell us a little bit about, so you're in an interesting, you know, leadership role, um, and you've been seeing a lot lately, you know, in your role, it it probably is very dynamic. (laughs) It probably requires a lot of resilience. Tell us a little bit about, um, something in, in well-being that that's working for you these days to really, you know, stay at in optimal health. So, uh, you know, like I might've mentioned some of our, you know, some of the people that have been on our show have mentioned like running or like meditation, but tell us what works for you. How do you stay in, in a focus mode, you know, to show up at work and be present, you know, at work and, and, and lead these efforts? Oh, wow. Interesting question. Um, didn't expect, didn't expect one, but I think it's, I think it's, I think it's really important. And it's funny. It's like, um, we, I have this mantra with some of my colleagues that, in my building which is like don't lose your health for healthcare Um, because I think with with a lot of this work we do um, we're all very mission oriented and we all care really deeply Um, and you know just like physicians and nurses I think across the board we need to make sure that that, you know we don't burn out that there's a level of self care Um, we are effectively as is folks who are innovating. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're, we're folks who have to do change management. Like it's right. part of the gig. And so um, that means that you're going in and telling folks, hey, we should, you know, there's a way to do this differently and, and, and come with me on this journey. 
Mm-hmm. And so it's like half sales, half change management. And that's mm-hmm. hard um, because everyone's always at a different level of, you know, being receptive to that. And so, you know, for me personally, um, what's, what's really important, and this is, you know, improved over time, is, mm-hmm. is having a morning routine. And I think a lot of people talk about, you know, the importance of, of morning routines. And, and I have to say, um, having one really makes a difference. And, and for me, um, what I do in the morning, you know, it varies, but it, it, it always um, starts off with some type of mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's, you know, whatever I can fit in if I'm traveling or not, but five minutes, 15 minutes, um, and really taking a pause to, to center and to think about the day. Um, and also to, to remind myself that I'm here to serve. Um, Mm -hmm. so it was, and with reminding myself that, you know, I'm here to, you know, put aside my ego and put aside, you know, who's doing what, um, but, but really ultimately all of us are, are here, um, in this particular field to serve and, and I think, um, for me, reminding myself of that every day, um, every mm-hmm. morning, um, before I start having, you know, calls with compliance and risk and legal, um, that that's really important. I love it. I love it. No, it's, it's super powerful. And, and so I appreciate you sharing, you know, what you, what you do and, you know, it, it is a, you know, mindfulness is coming up a lot for, for, for leaders in healthcare, right. And, and to, to lead. Uh, I, I love your analogy there, but yeah, you know, in the field of healthcare, we have to make sure, you know, we're, we're in optimal, um, you know, mindset and in health. So it's, so I appreciate that greatly. Um, you know, kind of along those lines a, a little bit, right? So you, um, have a really interesting background that's very, you know, like deep and wide in like all aspects of healthcare, right? So from like Kaiser, been on the pharmaceutical side, vascular side, you, you're, you know, you're focused on, um, you know, strategic innovation right now. Um, for someone that's like an up and comer, like coming out of school that really wants to focus on innovating in healthcare, what are some things that have worked for you or some piece of advice you would have for someone entering into this field? Uh, you know, how do you lead change? How do you lead innovation? Um, what kind of advice would you have for the up and comers that are, that are trying to get into this space? Yeah, great question. You know, I I would say that um, the the good news is that there's so many more roles and positions that exist today. So, um, you know, thinking about you know what are you what are you really good at? Like what you know, some people say like what is your superpower? Mm-hmm. And if your superpower is um, you know strategy, there there's lots of ways to apply that. And so the other the other piece. Um, that I tell people to think about is, okay, well, what side of, um, you know, sense do you want to be on? Are you, do you want to make change through the provider side, through the payer side? Um, are you looking to build the, the product? Um, so really thinking through like in, in this entire, um, you know, set of problems um, to really make a difference in, in healthcare you know, where do I feel I can, I can make that change? And um, I think oftentimes people say, well, I, I really don't know. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I would say two, two things is talk to as many people as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that in our industry, most people give you a 30-minute conversation. 
Mm-hmm. Um, most people will, will give you a 30 minute conversation and they may recommend other people to talk to, to get a different perspective. And so really, you know, building up a network where you can get different perspectives and, and, and find an opportunity to start with, um, I think is important. You know, um, I've always known that I want to build things that, that touch the patient's life. Um, I want to know and have this direct connection to know that, you know, what I do ultimately gets to them. And as a result, you know, something in their day is better. Something about their health and well-being is better. And so um, I th- originally thought, okay, well, maybe it's in this med device, biofarm space. And if I could make this, this fantastic product, you know, eventually it go in their heart or, you know, and it, it could, it could, um, it could, you know, create an impact. And I think, you know, eventually it took me to technology. Um, mm-hmm. And so you could start off in one place having the same, you know, general hypothesis, um, but, you know, be open enough to kind of let it lead you down um, and try different things and, and, and figure out like where, where your capabilities and your interests kind of, kind of fit together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So great. Yeah, no, thank you so much for that. And I, I think that's a really good, you know, framework and, and roadmap. Um, you know, I'm taking some notes here. Definitely. I think it's a, it's a, it's a great, uh, you know, mindset as well. I think, you know, for people getting into this industry and field and you've seen so much, so much in the space, right. Um, you know, just from your, your background in, in healthcare and in, in innovation. Um, I guess, you know, when, when we're talking, Christine, about innovation, right. You're, you're talking about investments, doing things, um, that are going to pave the way for the, the future. And I guess along those lines, tell us, <laughs> tell us a little bit about, your vision of healthcare in the future, right? You're optimistic. Uh, hopefully, it's optimistic, right? I, but, but what? Where do you see healthcare going? Tell us a little bit about the possibilities you're seeing and kind of like the future of healthcare, according to Christine. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I I think that if we're doing our job as innovators, mm-hmm. um, ultimately, what we're going to do is build more trust. Mm-hmm. Um, between ourselves, you know, and the the the, the, the communities that we serve, um, and we're we're doing that because you know there's transparent pricing, and because we we know our patient population, we've we've personalized that care to them. Um, we are thinking about how to make things convenient for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one example of. Um, a project we, we did um, at Dignity uh, along this lines is we worked closely with a company called Docent, um, where we mm-hmm. put um, docents, which are kind of non-medical concierge, um, and, and assign them to folks going through a particular um, medical journey. And, and patients opted into this experience. And so it was, you know, for example, maternity or, mm-hmm. you know, before surgery. And we thought, okay, um, it's if you can really establish a relationship with the patient and surface their preferences and their needs, um, that patient will likely have such a better journey and they could ask, there's always someone to ask their questions to. Um, And so we started to um, implement this program and what we found 
is that non-medical experience actually had a clinical impact. And so we actually started to see lower length of stays. We saw patients um, home health over SNF. It was really starting to mm-hmm. um, affect decisions because, you know, ultimately what we were doing is we were increasing their, their health agency. They mm-hmm. felt more empowered. They felt there was someone to ask questions to. There was someone really looking out for their preferences. And so I think as an industry, we'll be doing more of that. Um, I think there's a lot of focus on financial transparency and ease of billing. And I, that's the right thing to do. Um, and that should be kind of table stakes um, mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And um, there's also um, more of a focus on really thinking about not only medical needs but social needs uh, and I know that's a, a topic that comes up a lot um, on this podcast and you know us showing that we care beyond the walls of our, our facility that we are you know we may not be supplying all the social needs um, for our patients but we are creating a path mm-hmm. so that our patients can get to them can be referred to them can access them um, that is the right thing to do and we need to be working with existing community structures to make that even stronger. Um, mm-hmm. So I think the future of healthcare is more trust. I think it's more personalization. And um, frankly, I think it's, it's a deeper partnerships um, between the providers and the payers, between um, the providers and community organizations and in all of us, um, working together and aligning our incentives at the end of the day, you know, patients really benefit from that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Christine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, it's, it's super fascinating. Yeah. You know, it's ultimately focused on the patient, right. That pa- bringing to light the patient's centricity, these two worlds of the providers and payers coming together and then having, you know, really good, you know, processes and like foundries to get these innovations, these startups, you know, working with it on both sides. Right. And, and, you know, there's areas of opportunity to leapfrog in, in these areas, but it's all about the patients, all about focusing on them. And so, um, so a couple of things. First of all, congratulations in the work that you have done, are doing, and the programs you're doing that are setting ourselves up for a really interesting, intriguing future with, with other possibilities, right, that can, that can focus on, on the patient even more. Um, and I guess second is, you know, for our listeners out there that would like to engage with you, um, what would, uh, what would be the best way to get in touch with you if, if our listeners would like to do so? Absolutely. Um, I can, I'm on Twitter, um, Mm -hmm. Christine underscore Brock. Um, I am frequently on LinkedIn as well. Um, so folks could feel free to chat via social media. Um, or just email me directly at um, christine.ricardo.org. Super, super. Christine, this was great. Um, as you work on different programs where you're at, you know, obviously love to hear more about what you're working on, have you back on the show, and, and, and uh, we can go deeper on a couple of topics that we touched upon, and we can go um, you know, deep on another one or two of those. So thank you so much for making time. Thank you so much for sharing your origin story and what you're working on and your passions. And, and uh, this was great. To our listeners out there, again, this is the Pop Health Show. The show is for people with passion for health and that have taken a stand to make other people healthier. 
Uh, and Christine, again, thank you so much. This was great. Thank you, Anthony. Enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Much appreciated. Take care. Thanks. Bye. Thanks.